And we are live and in stereo, or actually mono, because I'm pretty sure that when I edit these videos, it's in mono audio. Don't know why. Um, hello, people. Welcome to F*** Movie Kill. I'm Nadira G. And I'm Shali P. And this is the podcast where you play the popular party game, but with movies loosely tied to a similar theme. The movies okay. today are Freaky Friday, The Hot mm-hmm. Chick, and Your Name, uh, also goes by the title Kimi no Wanane. It, it translates to Your Name in English. I'm glad you looked that up because I was not going to take that on. Right, right, right. And the theme that loosely ties them, well, I guess it's a strong tie this time, yeah. is... These are all movies where people swap bodies with another person. Sorry, it's Kimi no Nawa. Just, I just wanted to get it right. No, it's good. That's good. Okay, go on. Yeah, so in these movies, people be switching, people be swapping, mm-hmm. people be beep bopping. I don't know what that is. Yeah, means. you know, it was funny when we first decided to do like, ah, oh, the classic like body swap movie. And I was like, how many of them are out there? And there's like, there's right, a, enough to that have a second episode about. Yeah, I, yeah, there's a ton. I think we're going to have a second installment um, just because I think body swapping movies are actually really fun. Like there's yeah. something, no matter how bad they are, the actual premise itself is sort of infallible yeah. to like have some fun hijinks. So um, yeah, I think we'll have to do a second because there's so many other good ones out there. Absolutely. Um, but I really like the ones that we, ch- like I like this sort of batch. It's really weird, mm-hmm. um, but we'll get into it. So I guess let's first start with our rankings. How are you feeling? Um, well, you saw on my Instagram this morning where I was already saying, like, because I watched uh, Your Name this morning and I cried and I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. But it left me feeling so empty inside. But that kind of like beautiful empty, like when you just see a really good movie and you're just like, ah. So yes. it is no surprise that Your Name is my Mary, 100% Mary. Uh, I would say as a like, maybe, who knows, I would say my f- would be uh, Freaky Friday and then my kill would be the hot chick. But I'm open. that changing nice 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 we're again very similar um (laughs) and i feel like this is usually where we switch which is um kind of funny so we'll see when we ever break this pattern at least in the beginning but um i'm going to fuck your name marry freaky friday and then kill the hot chick did you end up watching your name i did i watched it last night oh my Um, god okay (laughs) (laughs) oh i I so when you first suggested it, I was like, oh, okay, I'm like into this. I feel like I need to sort of spread my anime wings more um, yeah. because I feel like it's actually a genre that I would enjoy. Yeah, especially um, as someone who really like cares about like the plot and like little details and like the yes. like, history of it. Like that is all anime. Characters. Yeah, and I love Miyazaki films, so yes. they're like some of my all time favorite films. So I just need to like get out there more. Um, <laughs> and so I, I was really gonna watch it, but then when I was like looking up. Um, the reviews not any spoilers but just like you know star reviews number reviews i saw that it got like a ridiculously high number on rotten tomatoes and was well reviewed everywhere and i was like oh so i need to watch this like soon and intently like i can't be like doing other things Mm. i can't be you know yeah also with subtitles so that's also true yes (laughs) very true but you know so i i felt like i had to give it my full attention so i watched it last night and um, I really enjoyed it. So yeah. did you want to talk about that one first? Or did you want to talk about another one first? Let's, let's build up to it. Because I feel like if it's nice. both so fresh in our minds, it'll be a yeah. good 
I think yeah. I think that that's a good yeah. thing. Okay, well, so let's start off with Freaky Friday. Nice. That um, is the classic. That's kind of what started out. Where like Freaky Friday is the baseline body swap movie. Yes. When yeah. you say body swap, the first thing you think of if you're a normal human is Freaky right. Friday. <laughs> Lil Dicky made a whole song dedicated to it. He did. Uh, which was wild in itself. That music video. But can we petition to have that music video be in our second? <laughs> well, I was gonna say like it could be its own. Uh, it could stand alone. Uh, but yeah, Freaky Friday is just a fun movie. Like, I feel like it was a classic, like, family movie that everyone enjoyed watching and was totally something that I remember playing in school and my teachers were like, oh, like, we're just going to watch a movie today and it's Freaky <laughs> Friday. <laughs> like, okay, cool. All right. Um, so I guess I'll do the 15 yeah. second summary review. Okay. Okay. Ready, set, go. Freaky Friday is about Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis, and they're a mother-daughter situation, and they swap bodies after they eat a really weird fortune cookie and get a weird fortune so that they can relate to each other more, and hijinks ensue, and Chad Michael Murray's blonde tips, and I'm done. (laughs) Mm, That was good. I think that said everything you needed to say. Thank you. I feel like I always end up throwing something in at the end that's just, like, related to a very attractive guy, but I'm okay with that. Yeah, I, oh my goodness. This movie was fun. It was like from fun from the jump. It was like a classic, like angsty teenager and, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis being a cool mom, but also a very stern mom who wanted more. I I was satisfied by the moments where they both realized that like the other person had it tough sometimes. Cause I like, I feel like, you know, when you're a kid and your parents are like, are you sure the teacher's being mean to you? Like, I'm sure that you're just being a bad student. And then she has a moment where she's like, this teacher is being mean to my child. (laughs) Yeah. I I love this movie. So I guess we should preface this by saying that it is based off of a 1976 original yes, film starring Jodie Foster. Um, so this is the Lindsay Lohan, Jamie Lee Curtis remake. Dude, Lindsay Lohan destroys every remake she like. I mean, listen, positively. listen. Like the fact that we the don't have the old parent trap. Right. Oh. Hello. <laughs> she is actually. I'm I mean, sure I there guess was an old Herbie fully loaded. Like I'm there not- was, there was. I, I guess we can like get into it at a future date. But Lindsay Lohan is really that bitch. So I mean, he says he really was out here. I'm the original now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I really like. I love this movie. Um, I just love this movie so much. I watch it often. I used to rent it from like Blockbuster all the time and force my dad to watch it, and then. The only part that he ever really, the only part he ever really cared about was the little moment where Jamie Lee Curtis, as like the daughter, is walking home from the parent-teacher conference with the little brother, and she kicks him in the butt from like behind. So he started doing that to me, which is the only, <laughs> so I I do that, and um, we do that together, which is kind of funny. But I just think it's really endearing, and for all the reasons that you said you know, sort of just that relatability. I think the music is great. Mm. I really love that song that they do at the House of Blues, Battle of the Bands, whatever competition it is. Um, And also the last song at the wedding is great. I think that they are sort of caricatures, the people who own the Chinese restaurant, but like in a not as offensive way somehow <laughs> you know <laughs> like I like I feel like it, it, they have a bit more life to them and they they have their it's, own it's very 2000s right like it's very like girl characters <laughs> this movie came out in 2003 the hot chick came out in 2002 and in terms of like tact there mm. are complete differences between them <laughs> yeah, yeah 
but yeah, you're right. It's a it's a very early 2000s thing. I love the relationship between Anna and her younger brother, whose name I just can't remember right now. When they, you know, when she finds out that he wrote his paper about her, yeah. because she's, I like, I'm about to cry thinking about it. But it's just really, it's so sweet. And the fact that he like doesn't want to admit that he likes her and that she's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, the grandfather who can't hear anything and thinks that everything's an earthquake. It's just, it's really, it's, you know, the movie's got its moments. I did think the romance line, plot lines were both just, like, a little weird. Like, kind of, like, you you couldn't help it. Like, I thought it was funny where, like, Chad Michael Murray's like, oh, like, your mom's hot. Like, kind of, yeah. whoa, I never saw her like this before. But then, like, having, you know, the mom's body have the daughter in it and, like, stepdad like trying to get freaky i'm like oh i hate this like it's so cringy but like yeah, but it's also like true you know especially yeah. since they're about to get married so they're obviously clearly in still in that honeymoon phase so it's like very true that it would be that way and i mean i i, comp- I completely agree i think that the relationship especially with like chad michael murray i'm just kind of like you're like an 18 year old boy what are you doing you know <laughs> yeah. just like, but if we have to suffer through, it's not even suffering because it's not that bad but if we have to sort of suffer through that weird romantic plot to get him screaming hit me baby one more time out mm. of the wind like at the window i'm for okay sure, with sure. that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> justifiable means um yeah i just i don't know i just think it's really fun i think it's light i think it says a lot about relating to one another um and about sort of the place that everyone goes through i think that now being an adult the scenes about um, the the therapy sessions mm. are hilarious, <laughs> um, and just sort of the idea of like a teenager being exasperated with an adult who's obviously trying to cope with something. Yeah, um, so I think that that's a really funny sort of viewpoint to take it from, mm-hmm. and it's it's just fun, and it's for the family, and it makes me happy and it's a good time and simple plan has a few hits Mm. on it you know and so it's just a great era great film Lindsay Lohan killing it that's all I can say that's all there is to say so I guess I can do two truths and a lie if you're down for two truths and a lie the trivia for this one was really interesting and fun so I also have some bonus trivia that for each movie I'm gonna tell you after Okay. okay here we go Trivia, two truths and a lie. All right. First one. J.J. Abrams announced that he is working on a live action remake of Your Name. It will be centered in a Western point of view, and it will be directed by the guy who did the Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. Interesting. Number two. Both Ashley Simpson and Michelle Branch made appearances in The Hot Chick. Oh, I love that. Like physical film cameo appearances. Wow. Number three. The singer Pink was offered a role as a member of the band in Freaky Friday. Oh. Yeah. These are all good. I mean, the J.J. Abrams one, if true, I will definitely have to read up on because I'm very wary of um, animated to then like real life translations. Also to say like a westernized version. I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, so the lake house. Like, (laughs) come on. (laughs) And then the other two facts, one being. Ashley Simpson and Michelle Branch making a cameo. I feel like that just sounds like a perfect sentence in 2003. <laughs> uh, especially because, you know, the other actresses in it were like Rachel McAdams, Ferris, yeah. where I'm like, yeah, definitely. Ashley Simpson could have made it in there easily. With Rob Schneider, for sure. For sure. Right. <laughs> like, and um, 
the last one, Pink. I, I'm going to say that's the lie only because she's not teenage age. But maybe I'm just thinking of Pink today. So she could have maybe passed in the early 2000s. Yeah, you're right. Pink was not offered a role as a member of the band. But okay. Gwen Stefani from No Doubt was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so that's the truth. I think that I specifically looked up, just to make sure that it would be like copacetic, I specifically looked up Pink 2003. <laughs> and she easily could have been in she like probably uh, could now it's just yeah. <laughs> i just like i was like oh okay a 2003 pink could have just like gwen stefani in 2003 could have been offered a background member as a role of the band but you're right good job thank you so jj abrams is indeed making a live action version wow. of your name it was request or not re- i don't know if requested is the right word but according to imdb the Japanese producers like wanted it to be in a western point of view Mm. it's going to be centered around a Native American girl and a boy from Chicago so I'm actually actually yeah yeah I have some high hopes um and Mark Webb is directing it and he did do the Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield but he also did 500 Days of Summer so he's got some you know in the sort of romance sort of like beauty type realm he's got some experience there before we move on to the next movie just some quick well they're not quick but more trivia about freaky friday um the producers wanted jodie foster to play the mom since she was the lead daughter in the 1976 one but she turned it down because she was afraid the casting stunt would sort of overshadow the movie's overall merit which i think is a very jodie foster thing to do and i love that yeah love it um speaking of getting roles and turning them down, there's a lot going on with the main character role. So Kelly Osborne and Michelle Trachtenberg both were offered Oh, or that would have been another cool pair. Secured the, um, the cast role as Anna, but Kelly Osborne turned it down to be Anna because um, I guess she just didn't think it would work. And she has said that her friends have said it's one of the biggest mistakes she's ever made because of the success of the film. Don't right. know if that's true. Again, IMDb. And then Michelle Trachtenberg turned down the role of Anna because she was doing Buffy, the TV show at the time. Oh, yeah. So those are two people who almost did it. But again, um, if you're going to have anyone do a remake, put Lindsay Lohan in the ring. Like Yes. Although, so I think who else would have killed it is Hilary Duff. I think she would have absolutely killed oh, this role. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah she yeah. auditioned for it and didn't get it. And at the oh. time, Lindsay Lohan and Hilary Duff were in a really public rivalry. Like, they oh. hated each other at the time. You can look it up. It's very fascinating. Very oh. hilarious. Very early 2000s. Good, good, good. Um, so they were in a very public rivalry. And apparently, allegedly, Lindsay, Lizzie, uh, Lizzie McGuire is not her name. Hilary Duff was upset that she didn't get the role. So she forced... The sh- her show Lizzie McGuire to have a sort of like Freaky Friday element and so they ended up releasing this episode called Those Freaky Maguires where her and her younger brother swap places. That is so good. <laughs> so, hilarious. And then the last small thing which is not that small I guess is that Lindsay Lohan apparently has been in a few movies that involve some sort of swapping. So there's this one where she swaps bodies with her mother and then there's um, Just My Luck where she swaps luck with a very dashing Chris Pine. Oh and then yeah. There's the parent trap where she meets her twin and they decide to swap lives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and there's Herbie where she becomes the car. Car. <laughs> Someone fact check. Oh, right, right, right. 
I'm just assuming that's what had to have happened. Uh, oh, man, that's hilarious. What should we talk about next? Should we talk about the hot chick next? Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, I read a couple of reviews that the hot chick was actually in some ways funnier than Freaky Friday. I don't know if you would argue for that or against. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yes, in the sense that the hot chick is meant to be a comedy and Freaky Friday is meant to be a family movie that has comedy elements, but it's also, you know, sweet. Mm-hmm. The hot chick does not necessarily hold up. In my opinion, the first few minutes are riddled with like sort of really offensive, not that funny, stereotypical depictions. Um, Because I do think that like stereotypes, they can be funny, honestly, especially in a movie from like the early 2000s. But Mm -hmm. that just wasn't um i feel like every episode we always like let things slide because of the yeah. time period we're like that was wrong but <laughs> wasn't everything in um, um yeah i think this movie is being i'm gonna let it slide because it's like 2002 oh like adam sandler being like having like rasta like yeah it's um hair. so um another so, so two small pieces of trivia about this adam sandler's small role as the bongo player is based on a SNL sketch. Yeah. And then the film is also on Roger Ebert's, the very famous film critic, his most hated list, Ooh. along with hits such as The Usual Suspects and Flashdance. Wow. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do, I, well, okay, let me just rewind and say, do you want to do the 15 second review? Oh, f- yeah, let's do it. Okay, ready, set, go. The Hot Chick is about Rachel McAdams and Rob Schneider, a hot chick and an ugly guy. Well, he's not ugly, but... Still a guy. He looks like a guy. Yeah. And they switch bodies after trying on these earrings from, like, an ancient Egyptian thing. It's so weird. That's sorry, all. Rob Schneider. That's fine. You're not ugly. He's medium ugly. He's just you're, regular. No, you're not ugly. It's just that it was the opposite of hot. Right, right, so right. I was trying to think the of... polar opposite. Um... You know, something that uh, actually reminded me of is that I, I'm British. I thought it was a- African ears. I don't know. For some reason, I well, Egyptian. I, so yeah. Oh sure. So thank you. Mm-hmm. I think that um, I like that there's this aspect of like lore in all of them. So like obviously in Freaky Friday, it was like this Chinese like magic, and then in um, the Hot Chick, it was like this old like Egyptian earrings thing yeah and then in your name it was just like this old like sacred like japanese god like yeah and i just i like that little spiritual bit (laughs) it's cool i think it is a bit sort of like exotifying but but it is overall cool it's nice for that to be the basis um yeah i i just i guess it's hard for me to really formulate what i'm trying to say about the hot chick like i i think it's funny so (laughs) it has a lot of really quick funny moments like when Rachel McAdams, um, she sees her, like, rival at a mall, and she ends up slipping her a piece of merchandise so that when the girl leaves, she, it'll look like she tried to steal it, and she gets body checked by security, and then they say, let's go, Winona, which I think is hilarious, because it alludes to Winona Ryder, who, um, she, like, allegedly was arrested for shoplifting or whatever, so it's just a really funny, like, early 2000s reference, and I think that it, like, Rob Schneider is actually really great in this movie for all of the moments that aren't great I think his performance is good um 
I, I imagine it must be so fun as an actor to just like be in a body swap type like role where it's yeah. like oh I have to be a hot girl like uh-huh, okay. <laughs> yeah I think it's funny and I I do have to say that he must have been really really fit because he was wearing these like really tiny t-shirts and stuff that Rachel McAdams would be wearing and they like he could fit in them and I was like how are you <laughs> even I couldn't fit in that shirt but anyway yeah. I think the humor about genitalia was a bit overdone mm. um I I um I don't know. I, I, it's kind of hard to talk about because I, I guess I just don't really know where I stand on it. Um, I can say that it has a lot of big names in it, even for small periods of time. It's got Matt Lawrence, brother of Joey Lawrence. It's got Rachel McAdams, Anna Ferris, Tia and Tamara Mowry. Mm. Um, it's got Angie Stone, Adam Sandler. It's just a really good overall cast. I think they're great. Again, there's a very, very sweet big sister little brother relationship in there that I think is probably my favorite part of the movie um and I think at the end it has a lot of really cute things to say about like love and whatever whatever um yeah and I I also one last thing I think it's interesting that that the movie really focused on Rachel McAdams the, the characters Jessica her point of view so you rarely rarely ever get to see the guy's point of view in Rachel McAdams body if that makes mm. sense, if I'm explaining it right. Like, 90% of the movie is Jessica, Rob's the Snyder, character, yeah. her point of view. So you follow her when she's in her own body, and then you follow Rob Schneider acting like Rachel McAdams, basically. And there's only, like, the last 10 minutes where you finally see what <laughs> the guy who's He's been, been in you. her body has been up to. Oh, God. Um, so that's cool. I think that there's some awkward stuff around, like, I don't know, um how do I, how do I say this? Basically, in order to cover for her own family of why she's like in this man's body, she, Rob Schneider, Jessica in Rob Schneider's body pretends to be a Mexican uh, landscaper who's like working mm. on their house. Nice. And so there's um some weird touchy things with that. <laughs> um, Always. But overall, it's cute. And she like helps her parents get their relationship back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, but it sort of, it has its moments in and out. And um, I mean, Ashley Simpson and Michelle Branch were both in it. So, so needless to say, you should watch this movie. <laughs> yes, you should. Very cool. Yeah, no, I always feel like I'm wary of these kind of movies because I'm just like, oh, you know, whatever, like crude humor. But I find myself actually really liking them. Like, that is how it went with literally every Will Ferrell movie. Like, I think up until like high school I was just kind of like whatever about Will Ferrell like I was like mm, whatever and then I watched like Talladega Nights and like cried laughing like I was like this Hilarious. is so, so I imagine that Hot Chick has moments like that of just like very very funny moments it it does have incredibly funny moments that I think do end up balancing out and making up for the non-funny ones yeah I think that that's true cool yeah cool. and one last thing to say about not just it, but Adam Sandler and Rob Schneider in general, I love that they really support each other. Like, no matter how good or bad the movie is. You know, is, I'm not against Adam Sandler. I feel like a lot of people hate him. I'm, a lot of people hate him. I love Adam Sandler films. Yeah, dude, I watched the, uh, what was the one that just came out on Netflix with Jennifer Anderson? Like the murder oh, Murder Mystery? I haven't seen it. Oh, should I watch it? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I trust my opinion. Like, I, But I was annoyed because like the whole point of the Murder Mystery is like, who done it? And then I remember texting with some of my high school friends and um, th- they had watched it too. And I was like, yeah, like I really, I didn't see that coming. And then the person was like, I knew from the first moment. And I was like, 
no way. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't believe you. Yeah, what movie did we, in an earlier podcast, we talked about where one of the reviews was like, you could tell. Fight the Club. Oh, Fight Club. We're like, no, it's not true. It's not true. Um, so maybe in the future we'll do like a murder mystery or just a whodunit one and we can, we can include that one. Yeah. But yeah, I really love that Rob Schneider and Adam Sandler support each other. Um, as a kid, I grew up watching a lot of Adam Sandler movies and would always see like really small Rob Schneider cameos. And so I got yeah. to know him, unfortunately, before I got to see his own work as like the guy who's always in the Adam Sandler movies. But it's so good to see that when Rob Schneider has his own projects that Adam Sandler is like still right there in the small cameos honestly being a little tactless but still funny like you know like it's like he was wearing the dreads and I was like this is annoying but I was also kind of like but it's funny so I'm gonna get he in a lot of the reviews I was reading of the movie he had made it in as everyone was like oh man that bongo player (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't even that big of a part of the movie but glad it made its own like I mean he's just a star and he's really good at what he does um yeah. So did you want to do reviews now or did you want to do it after we talk about your name? We can do, let's do the review now. All right. So your review taken from Amazon from all these movies, you have to guess which one this uh, mediocre review belongs to. I tried finding like a bad one, but none of them were really bad because they were all good movies, I guess. Yeah. All right. So it says an amazing and fun movie for a family movie night. Touches on some great and important topics while still being absolutely hilarious with a really cute and creative twist throughout. The actors fill their roles and each other's roles amazingly. Hmm. I think that's, that's hard because I'm like, oh, well, which ones? It's the one where they switch bodies, but. <laughs> um, hmm. It says a family movie. So I'm inclined to say Freaky Friday, but. I want to sort of play into the crux of the game. And so I think my final answer is going to be the hot chick. Mm, it was Freaky Friday. Oh, okay. Okay. That. So you weren't like, like trying to pull a fast it, one. I was like, I, when I was reading it, I was like, oh man, this is really clear that it's Freaky Friday. <laughs> I mean, it was so on the nose. So I was like, so maybe because it was on the nose, it's a different one, which means you yep. still got me. So ah, got that's nice. What's such sweet things to say about that film that are all yeah. I find true? Honestly, all the reviews for all three of these movies were, like, glowing. They're like, wow, couldn't, like, the only bad review was, like, my DVD case was empty. What gives? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah. know why that happened. Yeah, I'd be upset. I mean, hey, it ain't Shakespeare, but the dancing is good. <laughs> well, the dancing is good. I'm going to find a way to work that into every episode, I swear. Please. Um, Please. Cool. So let's talk about your name. Let's and I guess talk about your name. You should okay, do the, the summary first. Yeah, wait, yeah, the yeah. best part, okay, I will say the summary and then I'll say one of my favorite things about your name before I, I even watched it. Okay, ready? Uh, okay, this is an anime film. It's two people. One lives in Tokyo. One lives in these, like, in this town, you know, suburban, rural. And they switch bodies and they have to figure out through dreams and they have to figure out one day they want to meet with each other and there's a lot of twists and turns, but they do. Nice. There it is. A little over 15 now. Uh, I would say my favorite thing about your name is that people would reference, so I'm in a couple anime Facebook groups mm-hmm. and people would reference this movie and it was just really funny because like someone would post a picture or like a video clip from the movie and then people would comment and be like, what movie is this? And then people would write back and say your name and then the person would go, Robert. Like they would just say what their name was. <laughs> and so then it spurred this whole new like meme of just like the um, movie poster and then where it says your name, it just says Robert. And like just like, <laughs> cause it was just like the, the gall of someone being like, what's the name of this? And it's like, 
your name? And they're like, <laughs> Charlie, like what? That's so funny. I don't know like, why I find that so funny, but I It was do. just so good. I, I'll have to send you Um... But yes, so I did not do this movie justice because I don't know how much to spoil. I know that we do spoil movies on this, but I just think it is so worth seeing. <laughs> it's, man, it. it's so hard to talk about because it's so mind-blowing. And I yeah. think... So, I think yeah, it, let me give it a little more backstory. And that, a little like, more zhuzh. A little more zhuzh from the 15 seconds. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. So, yeah, there's these two characters. They're both high school age. One is living in Tokyo. He is an architectural student. And one is living in, like, this area called, I think, Itomori. And it's, like, a very, like, rural area, small town. So she lives in a shrine with, like, her grandmother and little sister. And both of them, when they go to sleep, they'll wake up and they're in another body, the other person's. And they'll be like, is this a dream? This is crazy. And then they realize that this happens a few times each week. And the way that they keep track is that they'll write little diary entries on their smartphones to be like, here's what I did today. And so then when you wake up back in your body, you're like, oh man, like they picked up another shift at work. Like what the heck? And so it was just kind of this like very cute uh, setup that... A very not- cute setup to a movie that ends up having a ton of emotional depth. Yes, and it was really stunning. It's Okay, well, first of all, the movie's beautiful. And there's this sort of thing about anime that I love in my limited experience with it, where the landscapes will be very classically relayed through, like, paintbrush strokes versus the characters, which are, like, the full actual, like, cartoon anime style. Um, Yeah, so I love that. I think that this movie honestly has one of the most successful plot twists I've ever experienced. It was so well done. It, it was, hit me hard. I was, I was not expecting it. And also, I think I was really satisfied with how it played out because I think had they just left it at that and kind of had it be this eerie, like, what are you talking about? Like, so basically to not, should we just spoil it? Mm. Uh, yeah I, now I feel some type of like protection like you because it's no it's just because it's so well done so I don't want to but okay so based on that plot twist it could have gone in a certain way that I feel like a lot of American films go where it suddenly turns into like a thriller of like a creepy like oh, what does this mean like blah, blah blah but instead I feel like they the person like absorbed the twist and just like went forward and was like that's okay and it was really beautiful yeah it's yeah it's just so beautiful I mean okay so let's talk about I guess some of the small things that I love about it I love I love 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 the relationship between um all the friends are so wonderful to all of their friends but also the family the grandmother the mm. daughter and then the young sister I I love them. And apparently their names mean like one leaf, two leaf, three leaf. And then the father is one of the leafs too. So there's like four leafs. That's the meaning of their name, which I think is really beautiful. I love that relationship. I love everything that grandmother has to say about tradition, about spirit, about time. I also really like the, I don't know, I guess the sort of thing that's relatable everywhere, which is the theme of wanting to get out of rural not suburbia in their case, but just like this rural small town life. life. And yeah. yeah, and wanting to go to the big city. Um, I, I really appreciated that, that that's something that like kids feel everywhere um, and that it was so expertly relayed through the movie. Um, I think that everything that had to do with the comet in the sky is beautiful. It looked yeah. stunning. Oh my God, yeah. It's. I mean, it was. I was like, wow. 
<laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Looking up at my own ceiling. Like, wow. Yeah, I also just thought, like, for what it was worth, because honestly, if I sat down and tried to explain the plot to you, like, full force, it would probably be really complicated. It is. But I feel like they made it very clear. They did. I thought that, like, the like the things that they were mentioning in the beginning, like when the teacher was giving a lesson and the grandmother was giving a speech and how mm-hmm. that all like tied back in at the end where like, I, you know, when you're intently watching, you're just kind of like, okay, class. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Now that you're like a season movie watcher, you're like, that might be important. Like, yeah, that probably matters. But then when it like shows you how it matters, you're like, that was wow. well done. Yeah. <laughs> and I also think that the ending, it really happened. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> okay, first when they actually meet I'm like this is satisfying to me like I'm glad this happened and I well, like the time they met before the time they met yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I really like that I like the tie-in to like the very first split second of the movie and when you realize like what that split second is later on mm. the last like three minutes really had me in an emotional tizzy I oh you like, know what had me sobbing will what? it or won't it <laughs> <laughs> where at one point she falls down the road and then she's like you know, trying to remember, like, oh, and another part of this movie is that there's a lot of, like, memory loss, where, like, yes. which I think is really reasonable, where it's, like, you keep thinking this is a dream, so you're trying to pull back to the dream, yeah. like, what happened in that dream? Like, I can't remember. Yeah. I just know how I felt, which is, like, definitely relatable to how we feel. But when she looks at yeah. her hand and, like, what she had written on it, I was like, uh-huh. I'll, I'll die. <laughs> I'll emotional. die right here. So emotional. So and I also, um, in that same vein, I love the power that it gives names. You know, like I never really, in terms of identification and how you sort of feel about your own life and how you know that you're yourself and how you know that someone else is themselves and how important names are and how we communicate and how we relay what we're feeling and how we make connections. And I think that that was something that I hadn't really thought of in that way, Um, especially because names are sort of this fluid thing that can be changed and can be altered but like the solidity of just being like of the idea that I can't explain to anyone else how much this means to me if I have nothing to call it yeah. and, and I think and I think that that's just such a beautiful sentiment especially when it's referring to other people and it was just something that the the movie relayed in a very beautiful way again the movie put me in a whole emotional tizzy yeah. I also really liked the threads of sort of um old tradition versus new age politics mm. and how and how politics can sometimes get in the way of of family and of duty and what duty means you know whether duty is tradition whether duty is moving on whether duty is to yourself or to others um i really loved that i love the friends the friends were so cute they were all so good to each other like i think that was something i just liked like obviously there were like tensions and issues and things like that but it was just like a very romantic life of these two kids completely separated that both had like you know a lot to be grateful for and a lot of things that were happening in their young lives and like they intertwined and like such can never be unraveled which is like kind of the final thing I did think it was interesting that whole I wasn't sure how you felt where um the grandmother kind of was like oh this happened to me where I had dreams like this and like your mother this happened to and then like the character took that as like maybe it was all building up to this moment and I was like I don't know yeah I I didn't really buy that as much I agree I was just kind of like I don't know if it's all building up to this moment or if it just so happens that this connection that your family has is going to benefit you in a way that it isn't going to benefit other people you know like I think like the next generation will also have something like that and she might not 
save the world, but, but, you know, it might still be like (laughs) important to her. Um, so yeah, I agree. I didn't really buy that as much. Um, but yeah, I just, there's love everywhere in that movie. And, um, I really love the friends. The friends both have really sort of do or die moments where they could say, you're crazy. I'm going home. Or they can be like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm doing this thing with you. And in both cases, for both of the characters, their friends say, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm doing this thing with you because it's yeah. clearly important. And, and I really loved that. Like, I was like, well, hopefully if I told my friends that I was swapping bodies with other people, they would look at me with, like, their head cocked to the side, but they'd be like, okay, how can we help? Right. You know? it, was, it was beautiful. And also it made me wonder, like if that, because you know how they were saying, like, oh, like, the next day they would come in and be like, what did I do yesterday? And they're like, you don't remember? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I would fall for it. Like, if you came in one day and, like, was acting totally weird, and the next day you came back and was like, what was that? I'd be like, are you possessed? Like, (laughs) the rest. Um, So I think it was also, like, you know, for the sake of the movie that they just went along with it. Yeah. You're acting back to normal again. Uh Haha, maybe you were stressed. Like, (laughs) I mean, okay. I think I think I would be like, "Are you possessed?" But if you really didn't give it up, I'd be like, "Okay, well, yeah. yesterday you got coffee, and then right. you, you know, like I feel like I would be like, "Okay, well, if you're really gonna play this game, then I guess we can play this game." Like, right. which I think was a part of it until they sort of really got used to it. One of the small things that obviously, obviously, you'll see why in the movie it wouldn't have necessarily worked, but from the very, very beginning, I did say, "Why didn't you just put your number?" in the other person's phone yeah. like, like from like the very first moment I was like why don't you just why don't you just put, put your number in their phone like I, every morning and be like yeah. what's good it's like you're already leaving these diary entries it's like why don't you just and I know that you can video chat so like why don't you just <laughs> right right but obviously you'll see how that would have panned out in the movie if they would have done it but I, I just it's um no it's just really good and like I said I think that plot twist is one of the most successfully um, executed plot twists that I've seen. I mean, I really was not expecting it. And once it came, it didn't halt the story to an end. It sort of sent the story in a different direction, which I think is what plot twists should do. I agree. Because at first I was like, because all I knew to be true, because like what I remember of this movie was the like iconic stare scene where like, it's like the one character is looking back Mm -hmm. and the other one's looking up. And I'm like, is this a fantasy? I'm like, how can this possibly happen if, you know, this is the plot twist? But um, I'm glad that it was a happy ending. I just needed one. <laughs> so beautiful. So I also, really I cool. also think, I don't know if this is how you feel. I think I was also in a weird mood because I was just like, I miss going outside, man. <laughs> I feel like it really made me sad. I was like, yeah. Because the movie supposedly takes place in 2021. And I'm like, this is fiction. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't like that. I don't like that uh, piece of, um, I don't know, trivia yeah. that it's supposed to take place in 2021. Or like, that yeah, that's when, they, that's when they're like adults and like meet after the fact. Uh, well... Yeah, it's there's no way because yeah. no one's allowed out. That's but you know what? There's a lot of really good movies apparently by the same um, guy. Like he also made this other movie that just came out called Weathering with You, which I think is like similar vibes of like boy girl. I think the girl can like control water or something like that. Oh, we'll have yeah. to check them out more. Um, just yeah. another small piece of trivia. So this movie, for people who don't know much about anime, if you're like me, is incredibly successful. It's the first anime film not made by Studio Ghibli to gross more than 10 billion yen, which is approximately $98 million. Dang. Uh, US dollars. And it passed Spirited Away to become the highest grossing anime movie in box office history. 
That's amazing. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, it's really good. You guys, I would recommend seeing it. The only reason why I decided to it and not marry it isn't because of any downsides the movie had. It's just because the movie is so emotionally intense that I wouldn't just watch it on a whim the way I would watch Freaky Friday. So don't take that as like any sort of downside or anything. It's just a really powerful movie. And I feel like it's powerfulness deserves to be absorbed, if that makes sense. Yes, which is why I'd like to say that we did not delve into the plot as much as we did with other movies. Just because truly worth watching, truly worth boning for one night. Yes. Or, you know, maybe it's like, friends with benefits situation. Yeah. A very uh, sort of spread out friends with benefits sort of situation Mm. where you watch it once in every blue moon, you know, because it really gives you, it's really powerful. But again, it's just, it makes you feel all the ways, you guys. It makes you feel all the ways. So final reviews? So I think I'm going to keep mine the same. I thought, if anything, I would change the rankings between Freaky Friday and The Hot Chick. I was not going to lie, kind of expecting you to, convince me that the hot chick was better but I think you are a woman of classics and if the freaky friday is it then I will leave that as my I will kill the hot chick and I will of course marry your name yeah I um I think I'm also going to keep them the same I'm going to your name marry freaky friday and kill the hot chick but honestly the the difference between your name and marrying freaky friday is so slim like if I could marry both of them if I could be in a polygamous marriage with both of them I I would be yeah but that's not how the game works but they're, they're both just so I don't know beautiful beautiful family films yeah I love it I love it I love it I love it ah so Good. exciting I mean body swap movies really just you know so started. you think that the the general vibe would like be very tired like people would get tired of it but again still interesting there's like five other movies we hadn't touched that are about the same freaking thing yeah there are music videos on this topic but <laughs> it is it is cool it is one of those um you know wacky situations that actually i think is a classic like family lesson of empathy and like put like you know walking a day in someone else's shoes yeah totally as we um, round it out do you want to give any uh, fmks of yeah your life um this week has been sort of, uh, well, not great overall, but also just not, like, not much has happened. Um, yeah, Nadir and I have both passed the 30-day mark for quarantine, if anyone is yeah. listening to this in the archives. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're almost there. <laughs> well, I don't know to what finish line, but I feel yeah, like we're almost, almost to there. something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so I guess my kill, no, you know what, I'm going to turn it into a positive um, so my, it's going to be a f- mm. um, it's ice because I broke my toe. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> so I've been elevating and icing and I went to the doctor just to make sure it was totally broken and everything. Um, and it is. And elevating and icing has really been helping. So shout out to ice. Shout Always out to ice. there for when you need it. If you're mm-hmm. hot, if you're broken if you're swollen mm. if you're just looking for that little crunch maybe yeah if you want a nice icy smoothie if you yeah. want if you to want to elevate cool down your boiled eggs so that you can peel them quickly because you're hungry right the underrated mvp of the whipped coffee everyone's making oh yes the ice. underrated mvp of the phases and properties of water perhaps ice um you know we just love water in its solid form shout out to my homeboy ice killing right. it killing the game oh. and killing the game for centuries my guy i see eons 
Um, it hasn't, it has a whole age after it. It has a whole movie after its age. So, you know. It has a whole person. <laughs> it has many people. Name All five. Right. <laughs> um, ice tea, vanilla ice, ice cube. Oh, there it um, is. There's gotta be more, but I can't name, I can name yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. I can name three. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's my, that's my for the week. What about you? Mm, I would say that my Mary is this, I, I really, I think I've been telling everyone about this. It's a really good article I read in the Atlantic, uh, by this writer that I really enjoy named Ed Vong. I like, or maybe I'm getting his name wrong, but I really like his style of writing where he'll write about kind of science topics and things that seem kind of bleak. And then he'll kind of, you know, talk about it realistically, but at the end kind of give some hope. So the article is called Our Pandemic Summer, and it's kind of just saying like how it sees things moving forward and kind of just like this realistic view where it's like kind of what I was telling you where we're not going to return to normal. We probably won't have a normal summer where we can all go to like rooftop bars and like be together in like big crowded spaces. But, you know, we're coming around the corner where we can start seeing our friends again and where we can start like where, you know, masks are probably here to stay, but we should take this as an opportunity to change because we should never have a situation like this happen again. And uh, so I really liked reading that and I really recommend it to everyone because it has a lot of really good quotable moments in there. And then my other Mary, I guess, is the Bon Appetit crew. I really enjoy their (laughs) videos and the Instagram stories and everything they've been doing, I think has been really nice. Um, Yeah, I love me some Bon Appetit stuff. Is, um, the, is that article the one that you posted on your Instagram? Yeah, yeah. I can send you the link. Uh, yeah, if you actually, if you send me the link, I'll put it in the description to this episode so that people can wow. check it out. And I mean, in terms of ice, go to your nearest refrigerator maybe or freezer. Right. Or, we can't yeah. tell you where to get your ice. But maybe, yeah, yeah. I heard that if you boil your water before you freeze it, it's like clear ice. Oh, shit. I'll yeah. have to try that. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, thanks guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping to try and sort of streamline the schedule so that I can post an episode every other Monday. So that's supposed to be your schedule. Let's see if we can stick to it. And by we, I mean me, because I'm the one who likes to edit these episodes. Yeah, um, yeah so thanks for sticking with us. Look forward to hearing from you if you want to, yeah. you know, send us some uh, feedback or comments. If this is on Apple, please rate it. You don't mm-hmm. have to do a review. You can if you want. I'm not going to pressure you, but you know, at least hit them stars, you know? <laughs> For sure. It takes no work. Uh, but yeah, happy movie watching, everybody. Have a good day. Bye. <laughs>